0: But I'm not that crazy. Go ahead, I have a hunch.
1: And now for something completely different.
0: Okay, hold on tight.
2: <laughs> what I do is, uh, I look a woman up and down and I say, <laughs> I'm coming to join you. You want to
1: get into things? Well, I mean... No, 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 no. no. Let's get into things. Let's get real. Everybody, BoJack wants to get real. Cancel the bubble round, because we're getting real. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Time to Binge. Probably the rockin'est, most misfit, caring uh, show that's about crazy episodes of things that we don't really want to watch, but sometimes we watch some of it. Uh, with me, as always, we got my little rockin' gang of kids here. We got Dylan on the guitar. Dylan, how are you, sir? Yeah,
2: I'm doing fine. How are you?
1: Dude, awesome. Bizaz, how are you?
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: Awesome. <laughs> Michael
3: Misfit, how's it yeah. going? Oh, so good. Oh, so good. So good. This is Flash the first awesome. this is the first day for about two weeks that I haven't had a COVID headache. So
1: <clears throat> very nice. happy.
3: Very happy. <laughs> Still
1: bragging about having COVID, huh? Uh yeah. Very 2020 well, of you.
3: Now I'm bragging because I don't <laughs> my head doesn't feel like I'm swimming in a vat of syrup. All right. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds like a like a little wayne song
1: uh anyway uh so what we do on this show if this is your first time here what we do is we find shows that are canceled and sometimes not good and sometimes very good uh and then we watch the very first episode of it and then we watch the very last episode of it and we kind of make up a whole bunch of weird shit in the middle and then try to see if like this could be a show that somebody might have some time to binge um if you watched our last week's episode uh, which, uh, our last episode, it was uh, Santa Clarita's Diet. Uh, what a weird show that was. Um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we uh, I opened up our email, <laughs> our email bag to some of our friends and fans to get some questions that I forgot to ask last week. Uh, so we have some questions, if that's okay with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are targeted. So let's see here. Uh, let's see. Michael Misfit. Yes. Uh, Let's see. Wolf and loaf. 86 says uh, in the last episode, Mm -hmm. when Abby and Eric returned the night vision goggles, Abby asked if they should put them back exactly where, (laughs) exactly where they were. And Eric said he didn't remember where they were, but luckily he quote took a picture. Um, How could this be possible if Abby purposefully excluded him when she was collecting the goggles with Lisa?
3: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Very good question i think um i think it was because of jesus i think jesus did it jesus did it yes
1: uh well they actually gave the answer and and you're correct jesus did do it so good job right on (laughs) (laughs) i didn't didn't expect that i don't remember those goggles whatsoever uh dylan on guitar let's see here um we have a a, a tragic ending after season three, which left us on the lot of unanswered questions. The show now ends with Sheila biting Joel in order to save his life after she's bit. Now, cheetah girl 73 would like to know if you could make up the next uh, season, what would it be about?
2: Oh man. Uh, I'd probably get really cerebral with it. Have it be a battle between Joel and zombie Joel and, ball legs leggy balls What's the spider things name leggy, <laughs> leggy balls, balls. <laughs> yeah good yeah. old lucky have balls. it be like a like a cerebral like mind mansion style fight like home alone where joel is like trapping his brain against invaders and then i don't know drew barrymore writes a song with uh that british guy hmm
1: yeah, I'd watch
2: that. Uh, I'm actually
1: going to let everyone answer this question because I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty oh. curious what everyone thinks. Uh, well, yeah, Dylan, you answered obviously, which is who it was too. But I think to, to help Cheetah Girl 73 out, we're gonna I'm gonna let the whole panel answer this. What would the next season of Santa Clarita's Diet seem like, Misfit Michael Misfit?
3: Um, I think it would follow um some completely different people. Uh, none of the characters that we know. Or love uh, would be in it. Um, it wouldn't have anything to do with zombies. I I liked the other um, the other monsters that they had in the show. So I would prefer one hmm. um, set down in Florida with that uh, with that there swamp thing.
1: Okay, yeah. bring in the swamp thing.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, that's a in good
1: Santa
3: choice. Florida, Florida.
1: yeah <laughs> Of course, good old, good old Everglades swamps. Uh beesaz.
0: Okay. Um. So whatever happens, of course, they have to bring um back Jack Black. Um. You have to. He's way too important of a figure in um Santa Clarita Diet. Um. I do. I do. I do agree with uh, Michael Misfit. It it needs to have almost absolutely nothing to do with everyone else, and it needs to be centered around the zombies. Hmm. That's what I would like personally, like, or not zombies. I'm sorry. I said va- vampires.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: I nice. put too much vodka in here. Yeah. It's <laughs>
1: nice. Get some, get some vampire Sasquatches. I'm, yes. uh, I'm, I'm aggressively into that. And swamp uh, things. Okay. So vampire our next things. Yeah. I'm into that. Uh, our <laughs> next email comes from dolphins. Love Finkel uh, over at Instagram. And this is over to these uh, as. We have um now at the comic book store when Eric and Abby are talking, there's a Plants versus Zombie comic on the rack in front of them. Is this either multiverse or foreshadowing?
0: Um, I think it's a bit of both, honestly. Um Kind of going into what I said before, um, I actually want to change my previous answer. I would like to do a multiverse thing in the next oh. season, um, centered around Plants vs. Zombies specifically, because you know, they did make up, a, they did bring up a very good point um, about that Plants vs. Zombies thing that they saw in the comic book store, and I do think that was supposed to be foreshadowing for season three or season four, three. Four. How many seasons were there? I think there, there, were, there was three. There, was, there were there three and season three. four. Yeah. yeah. Excellent.
1: No. Uh, I hope that answers uh, some fan questions. I don't want to spend too much time on that. But if you do have any questions on things we do not go over in this episode, feel free to email us. Uh, Dylan, what's the email address again?
2: I'm asking questions on no time to binge from the audience at yahoo.com.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is a bit lengthy, but obviously, once you think about it, that makes the most yeah. sense. Everything else is um, taken. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So this week, uh, what we challenged each other to do is find out if there should or should not be time to binge the original run of Gem and the Holograms. Which, uh, if obviously this is right when Dylan was born, uh, back in 1985. You uh, wish, is, uh, but boy, do I. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what well, we have? We have October 6, 1985. Gem and the Holograms popped off uh, in one of the weirdest decades that uh, Dylan brags about constantly. Um, mm-hmm. Now, who wants to tell me what episode one was actually about? I'm going to go with bizazz.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so it starts with this, like, orphanage or something, and these girls absolutely do not um, know how to do anything at all whatsoever. They're breaking everything. They're setting stuff on fire. Somehow they exploded their vacuum cleaner. Um, it, it's an absolute disaster. These 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 girls, I don't know what they've been doing their entire lives, but it certainly was not housework, so... Um. <laughs> Then we find out that uh, Jerica's dad, who is Jerrica, who is the main character, her dad, and keep in mind, this episode moves at a fucking breakneck pace, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to describe it. Jerrica's dad is dead. She, he left her um, the orphanage and his music company. And that seems a little weird that she is living in this orphanage when she is like the heiress to a music company. But we're going to ignore that. It, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter because there's some other guy who's also involved that has like partial ownership of this thing for some reason. Um, and he's trying to bring this band, the Misfits, um, up in the music world and they're really mean and you know they're really mean because they look very punk. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Um, so then they're gonna do like a battle of the bands but then Jericho finds out that it's rigged. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. You can't just do that. Um, she gets a, she gets earrings from somebody and she puts them on and there's like a hologram. And it turns out that her dad gifted her these earrings. I know. Hologram. What? Um, her dad gifted her these earrings um, and this AI called Synergy. And it makes her and her orphan friends into these like cool rock stars. And they're going to use their um, very fake music ability to beat the misfits in the battle of the band. And that's basically where, oh no, 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 it doesn't leave out there because there's a car chase, there's a cliff, there's action, there's excitement, um, glamor and glitter, passion and fame. Gem is truly outrageous, the end. (laughs)
3: And then yeah. the yeah. episode ends with a man breaking into the orphanage oh, and yeah, setting, yeah. It, setting on it on
2: fire.
0: fire. It's on fire. I forgot about, how did I forget about the fire? <laughs> Probably because even like a quarter of this episode would have been enough for a normal cartoon. Yeah.
3: <laughs> there is a lot going There's on lot in this. Yeah, so much.
1: This, yeah. th- this first episode <laughs> is so full of plot and characters and weirdness, like they have to go to the starlight place <laughs> And then they have to drive through this non-wall and me- and meet this alien woman I think it who's does also not an hologram. give
0: you it doesn't give you a second to breathe yeah. it does it is
1: wild uh and it also uh, like you said it starts off with a weird rude Goldberg of just yeah. weird uh, mistakes that these girls and one guy uh cannot fix like he tries to like screw those two wires together he's like hey i'm gonna hold these wires will you turn that light switch off for me <laughs> yeah. and see if this works and then i'm, that... over,
0: here, I'm <laughs> over here thinking like if jerica is this heiress to like this music company she would probably have money right but no she's living with these orphans and she doesn't have enough money to hire a plumber
1: like these pipes just keep (laughs) just falling (laughs) and then like the vacuum for some reason the guy falls off the ladder and breaks the vacuum which puts dust everywhere and i'm like what is this show about and then yeah they they get the 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 dad gives her the dad leaves her earrings and a cool car
3: (laughs) the car is really fucking cool car is really
1: cool but i like also at the battle of bands when (laughs) they're like wait the misfits can't win I have an idea. And then Jem and the holograms play. And then Jem goes, well, we were invited by her. And yeah, <laughs> Jem hides herself and then comes back out. And she goes, yeah, that's
3: right. I totally to make a play here. <laughs> like,
1: what is happening? <laughs> if Jem the is shenanigans. in charge.
3: <laughs> now, did I, did any, does anyone remember my favorite part of this episode was the name of the band that played before the Misfits? Does anyone remember what the name of that band was? I remember
0: thinking, like, wow. Septum infection,
3: no. right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they played right before the Limp Lizards.
0: <laughs> oh, Limp Lizards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a,
1: You know, so what you, you, watch, you watch this episode, you're like, wow, this is so much stuff. You know, girls' dads died. They have this foster home of only older teenage women and then there's this car and uh and and the hologram uh dylan what was what did you think this like this show was going to be about like you know there's three seasons what do you think this show was going to be
2: about um the bonds of uh band as they win contests and become friends with each other thanks to a supercomputer
1: Okay, now, does the hologram make the music or are they actually musicians?
3: Unclear? <laughs> I, think I think it's unclear. unclear. I musicians, I think Jem is the only one who who Isn't? Gets the hologram. Yeah, because everybody else is just their normal selves. Yeah, but do do they actually play music or, yeah. or does, like, the superpower you know the give- thing, Because while um the drummer is vacuuming at the beginning of the episode, oh, she has she's one tap- drumstick in oh, her hand and just yeah. on everything. I saw that. I'm like,
1: what is happening here?
3: Like, she's I, like, d- on I this, mean, I on definitely this. do that. I carry around a drumstick and I just knock on yeah. stuff. <laughs>
1: uh uh now we heard a couple songs in episode one which lets us know how good the music's going to be uh do you remember any of the lyrics to any of the songs especially by the misfits (laughs) god no (laughs) yeah Michael Misfit.
0: It all feels like a fever dream, okay? <laughs> Do you remember your fever dreams? My, I don't. Bad I, my ones, f- yeah.
3: kind of My favorite misfit lyric uh, was, "I've got something to say, I killed a baby today, and it doesn't matter that much to me as long as it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that was on an 80s cartoon. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, Dylan, how about you? Do you remember any of the lyrics? I just remember the theme
2: song. Uh, it, how did that go I mean, again? Gem is truly, true, truly out, uh, outrageous. And then truly, 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 truly outrageous. I tried to make that joke earlier in the group chat and I got cut off. Yeah. It was... yeah. Good call. No, it, it, it would have been too uh... much. It's a lot. Yeah. But no, That's I don't fair. remember any of the actual songs from the uh, episode, though. I do remember enjoying the Misfits more than the Holograms.
1: Yeah, Yeah. uh, because the Misfits were just like, we're outrageous. We're just fucking outrageous. They're actually actually outrageous. They don't
3: have to tell people that they're (laughs) (laughs) outrageous. They just are outrageous. Yeah, we are.
0: Well, we're outrageous too, (laughs) you guys.
1: (laughs) And the Misfits are just always kind of in the background just saying three different lines over and over again about what's happening. Like, your dad is dead. Your dad is dead. Your dad (laughs) is dead. Rock, rock, rock. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good show. Uh, Okay, so Dylan. Then we we jump forward uh, to season three, episode thirteen. <laughs> can, you, yep. can you can you please tell us what this this episode's about of this this so, group of kids and holograms and
2: and majesty. Uh So the band helps one of the girls find her dad. It is Mamma Mia, <laughs> the the movie. But before they made the move, like it's a girl has three possible men who could be her father, and the band helps them, helps her like find him. It it starts with them it's like they're going to school, and the girl starts crying. Her name is Ba Ni. Ooh.
3: <laughs> it certainly is.
2: She is Vietnamese or half Vietnamese. Uh, and they're at school, and all there's art on the walls, and it's like all of the all the kids did art with their dad, and she starts crying because she doesn't know who her dad is. She's like, he had red hair, and he was a soldier in Vietnam. And they're like, cool. They recruit a guy named Riot, due to the big blonde hair. Oh, (laughs) Riot! Uh, they recruit him to uh make a doctor break their oath make a military person break their confidentiality
3: and get a list of three people. It was not hard to do that. No, it's like, like, I really shouldn't
2: shouldn't be giving you this information. Oh, come on. Okay. Writes it down. Uh, One of them is, there there are only three people in the database uh, that fit whatever. Uh, One of them is in a wheelchair. It's not him. One of them is a gambler scumbag. Uh, he he hears that Bonnie has a house and he's like, yeah, that girl's my daughter. (laughs) Uh, And then the other one is like Irish O'Flanagan or whatever his name is. He's like the super Irish Irish dude who is like, I don't remember Vietnam. I was a prisoner of war. Couldn't, maybe it's probably not me. It's probably the other guy. Uh, The gambler kidnaps Bonnie, takes her to a zoo, locks her up, and is going to exploit Jem for her inheritance. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Marty o- O'Connor, or whatever, it's 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 a bit much. Uh has a literal Vietnam flashback where he meets a woman and they fall in love and the village gets attacked and she disappears and he's a POW for a while. Uh they storm the zoo, synergy. Uh, uses holograms to make animals to scare him, and then they win. They they beat him. It's easy. Uh, and then it turns out shock. He's her dad. Uh, Marty o- O'Connor or whatever his name is. Uh, Bonnie's like cool. Found my dad. Bye, everybody. And then leaves. And then the show's over. The show is over. Not the not just the episode. The entire show ends on that note. Yeah. Uh, and some of those notes are used in the East Asian riff, which is, um, you know, not so, not, not so good. Right. Uh, nowadays, but back then in the eighties, it was kind of like naive and dumb and yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's the show. That is how Jim and the Holograms ends. <laughs> yeah, and, and
1: honestly I think that we can all agree that is probably the perfect way for a rock and hologram space alien show to end. Oh, sure. On, on a sad PSA on yeah. what happens if your friend can't find their dad.
3: Yeah, you definitely want to end your rock and roll rivalry show with an episode that involves kidnapping, thoughts of suicide, Um. Mm-hmm. Vietnam torture v- yeah, oh, yeah. Vietnam flashbacks we've got yeah it's just like head trauma it's also not played for laughs it's supposed to
2: be no. a dramatic episode no, it's serious yeah uh but the weird thing
1: is they cut in the middle uh of all this seriousness with a very light uh pop and rock song Um uh, Michael Misfit well you remember that song
3: yeah it was something like uh Well, I mean, the the title, because the fun thing about this show was that when they started a song, it did like an MTV kind of like uh, intro. It it told you what the song was. It told you who sung it. um, And the gem and the hologram song in the middle was Who's Your Daddy? And it was like, it was like, oh, what was the lyric? It was like, hey, little girl, who's your daddy? Find your daddy, um, embrace him and get covered in his love or something like that. It was it was cute.
1: It, it was cute. And and obviously that's what that episode needed, because it was a pretty it was a pretty deep episode. And I thought that that just sliced in that sandwich, just a of, of nice little fluff there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh Bizaz, as, as Michael said, you know, they kind of give you, you know, every intro as though it's like a music video. Um, what was your favorite m- Misfit music video that we saw throughout these three seasons?
0: Oh, okay. So I think my favorite one um, was the music video. I think, I think the song was called, um, God, Slurping Up That Man's Corpse. Hmm um and it was it was just the misfits like um just like drinking the blood from this dude and it, it was about like 3 minutes of them like trying to like sing while they are drinking blood it was kind of graphic actually for like an 80s cartoon but honestly it was kind of metal
1: yeah it was I and honestly
0: yeah it was a pretty sick
1: It was a pretty sick punk by the Misfits because obviously, as we know, you know, uh, 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 know, Crip Cola um, Mm -hmm. was a thing there, but somehow they made them drink that blood instead, which was pretty, that was the beginning of metal, I think. Yeah, Um,
0: I'm pretty sure the Misfits um, invented metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's a fact.
1: In episode one, they did. uh, That was Mm -hmm. great. Uh, Actually, I'm going to ask everyone the same question. Michael Misfit, what was your favorite Misfit video?
3: My favorite misfit video was um, the one where they took the original bassist um, from Gem and the Holograms and they sacrificed her. Um, I think it was called um, "Season of Torture," something like that. But they they took they took all of her bases and they made like an upside down cross out of it and they they crucified her to it and then they set it on fire and the whole song was like was like it's it's the season of torture um no one will escape gem you're next uh yeah it was more of a chant than a music video but i enjoyed it nonetheless
1: yeah it really got the crowd going too like they were they were going to murder some more people
3: um, yeah they the way that they started talking about <laughs> it like the show is called Gem and the Holograms and they're they're really like they're really like pushing Gem as like the protagonist for this show but the misfits just got you know Got what they wanted all the time. They won all of the competitions. You know they they had members from Gem and the Hologram come over to the Misfits. You know they they really ran the show. And I don't quite understand why the show was called Gem and the Holograms because
1: <laughs> it was Misfits and the Holograms. Um, now, Dylan, I'm gonna I'm gonna change up mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, huh. As we know, the Misfits also uh, dabbled in the creation of new metal. And we got a little bit of that in season two. Uh can you talk a little bit about your favorite new metal song from the Misfits in season two?
2: Um, I think it No, actually I don't think it was. It was the one where they sang, it was the follow-up to the House Fire episode. Um, I know it's in season two, but they like do a callback. And it was maybe this is asbestos it gets, and it's a song like lauding the insulative properties of asbestos. And of course, this was done in the 80s before we knew officially in bandit um which is interesting to look back on in retrospect um but they do a lot of melody work in there which i really liked
1: yeah yeah no i agree um now a lot of season two you know, miss fits were dabbling in in new metal uh jim and the holograms obviously were going for more sponsorships though and we saw just a gaggle of sponsorships some stickers on the car uh even just you know they got to make that money to, to keep up with all the plumbing in that foster home um B-Zazz, What was one of your favorite sponsorships that obviously was an advertisement as well?
0: Of course, of course. Um, I I enjoyed the LightBright one. Sometimes I forget that like the LightBright was even a thing. Um, but then I go back and I watch the show, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was actually a thing that like was around at that time. Mm-hmm. And it just it was a good it was a good reminder. Like we cannot forget the LightBright. Oh, I agree. The, the I agree. absolute um best toy out there in the yeah. 80s.
1: And they also What's managed to turn it into an instrument. Guitar? What? Uh, I said, and they also managed to turn it into an instrument, which I thought was very creative.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I loved it when, um, I loved watching Jem just like play her light bright. And it made that little like, it, it just made like a plastic scraping noise, but like she, they made it into music. It was very clever. Yeah. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, it's cute. It definitely uh, made me want to go buy a light bright.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dylan on guitar, same question. Sponsorship.
2: Um, It's the fourth... Battle of the Bands episode, um, where they announce that the Battle of the Bands is being held at the White House by Reagan and the Reaganomics. Um, and, you know, they win handily, like they win most of the state's votes. Um, but, I mean, you start to see the fallout of that pretty much immediately through season three. Um, but I got to say, the, the music in that episode, like, I can excuse a lot of it for that music. Yeah. Um, Michael Misfit, same question.
3: Um, I liked the one episode, it was a. It was when they were on the road, and they were in the van, and uh, they sang a song in the middle of it, like, they were going from, I think, New York to Kansas, and they had to get to the show on time, and they were like, uh, they sang that song, uh, Do We Have Time to Stop, It Depends, and then they... They said, no, we don't have time, so we have to put on our Depends. Yeah. And uh, they just peed and pooped in their pants for the rest of the trip. But they didn't, you know, it, it wasn't a problem because the Depends don't leak. Um, you know, they're easy to change. They hold a lot. Um, it's all, yeah, it just, it, it was a very good advertisement for a very great product um, That that I don't think people talk about enough.
1: It's so interesting that you brought that up because when I watched that episode the other day, yeah, it just kind of sunk in my head like, oh, yeah, Zach, you're not original. This is where all of your jokes come from. Uh, and like, you know, <laughs> on one of our shows, we had a running gag where we talked about the pens a lot. And it turns out this has been sitting in the back of my skull since 1986, uh, the Depends humor. Um, so I'm really glad you brought that up because that made me feel uh kind of stupid which is fine um now dylan we talked earlier about uh new new uh metal in season Mm -hmm. two and obviously uh they dabbled a lot in different styles of music throughout the whole three seasons Uh, a lot of people think it was just glam rock and it wasn't um do you want to talk about one of your favorite styles of music that either gem the holograms the misfits or another band tried out
2: I mean they do a lot of pioneering for a lot of different music styles. Um but I really do appreciate the like early crust punk stuff that they do. Um I mean it's gross. Uh I uh I mean like Cronenberg style, like kind of disgusting. Uh but it's really cool to see that rendered in the eighties style, especially because the only other time you see anything like that is kind of like heavy metal. Yeah. But I mean, it's just it's filthy, and it was great. Yeah. yeah, what was the name of that band? Uh, crust punk. I think I think they originated the
1: term. Oh, the crust punk was a band that, that played a different. Yes. Song. Oh, okay. And I the genre—it
2: was, I... was so revolutionary what they did that they named the genre after them. Yeah,
1: that was pretty dope. Yeah, Michael Misfit. Same question. Style of music.
2: Um.
3: Well, uh, I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of the glam rock and uh, I also loved um, the Misfits did write that album that was uh, vanilla starfish and the hot dog flavored uh, hot dogs. Um, <clears throat> but otherwise they did do that, that folk funk. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was real. Like it, it, it i think beck said that that's where he got his inspiration from um and uh, not many people know it but beck actually played one of the orphans in the orphanarium um that gem and the holograms ran and uh he said that that uh that show was what inspired him to pick up the the two turntables and the uh, one microphone. So I appreciate this show, if nothing else, than for giving us Beck.
1: Yeah. So much inspiration came from this. Uh, Our depends jokes, Beck himself. (laughs) uh, Lots of things came from this. Uh, B-Zaz, how about you?
0: What was your favorite? um, What? No, I
1: was just saying, same question.
0: Okay, um. So I think I really enjoyed um watching Jem uh gangster rap for like an entire yeah. season. I, I thought that was really cool in season two. I think it's, it started like season two episode two, and then just kind of went. The entirety of season two was just her like gangster rap. She was just she was going in it. She was like, and then like I if if I recall, like like didn't like um didn't like didn't like Biggie like like do one of the songs from Jem.
1: I mean, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, on his unplugged, that MTV unplugged of Biggie's, he did a couple of the 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 Misfits uh, gangster raps. I think he did it on his
2: tiny desk.
0: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. No. Um,
1: Biggie's tiny desk.
0: He wore the wig and everything, like full like eighties glam, but like gangster rapping was fantastic.
1: Yeah.
0: Ten out of ten.
1: So, uh, other than this show that ends the whole season, the whole series on you know, this, this pseudo-PSA on the, the Missing Dad, they actually had a bunch of cliffhangers that they never really went back to. It was almost like a, almost every episode was a cliffhanger and they just wouldn't resolve it. Uh, and Simpson style would just kind of start over. But um B-Zaz, what was one of your favorite cliffhangers that you were <laughs> hoping they would come back to and just never did?
0: Uh, yeah, no, um, season three, episode eight, I believe, um, they were literally hanging off of a cliff. Just the entire cast, the misfits, Jem, the holograms, that one guy. I mean, it was right after uh, Jem sang that song about how her boyfriend keeps wanting to kiss Jem, but she is Jem. So Mm -hmm. it's really confusing because, like, she's flirting with him, but, like, as Jem, and then getting mad when he doesn't, like, try to kiss her as Jem, but also, like, getting mad that, like, like, Mm -hmm. he would possibly kiss her as Jem. Like it, it was really confusing. But anyway, it, it it was like an actual cliffhanger, and she like looks at him, and she's like, "By the way, I'm," and then it cuts off, and they <sighs> never talk about it. Yeah, yeah. that was frustrating. It was, right frustrating.
1: That. it was frustrating. It Was
0: frustrating for her. Sure.
3: Michael, now misfit. it does it does beg the question though. Um, is Jem the same as what's? Jerica. No, I don't. Jerica. Jerica. <laughs> are they the same person? Is yeah, it, it, does Jem just like make her look different because they did have you know, because Jem had her own boyfriend, and then um, I keep wanting to say Aurora, but that's not her,
1: um, <laughs> Je- Jellica, different episode. Jellicle. Jellicle, Jellicle,
3: yes, uh, and then Jellicle had her own. Um, boyfriend mm-hmm. and uh, I was just wondering, you know, it, were they different people? No, hmm. I well, well like Biggie
2: said, Jem's kind of...
1: Gem, not Jem's not a player. She just crushes a lot. Uh,
2: so um, no, they're the same person. I, I think they, I think they are hinting at the split personality stuff through season three but oh you're when right they, when they canceled it we yeah. never got a resolution to that
0: we didn't we yeah, didn't a, we never we never got to find out if Jericho is actually mm-hmm. that insane.
2: yeah
1: which um, brings up which brings up a good question because there are no. a lot of times where gem angelica will both go on that weird mrs Doubtfire Gelica. style date with two people and you're like who's this for you know you're doing this to yourself um let's see yeah. dylan
2: favorite cliffhanger yeah. I mean, how do you choose between what, like 30 episodes or something like that? Yeah. yeah, easy. It's, it's. I think it might be the one where she goes to the dentist and they're wondering throughout, like, who's the guy who's stealing all of the teeth? We should go to the dentist and like, see if we can see anybody stealing teeth. And then as she's sitting in the dentist chair and he's like, all right, open wide. She looks on his wall and he's got the tubes of teeth displayed and, and she, her eyes widen and in the credits roll. And it's like, Okay, cool. I'm ready for the next episode. Let's resolve this. Next episode starts. They're like driving down the road and they never bring it up again. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, it was effective, I thought. so. Well, Which is weird because as we know, her teeth
1: are also holograms. So I'm not right. sure why she was at the dentist to begin with, but it was a weird forced cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah.
3: Hmm. They did My- have that one episode where the, the teeth holograms didn't work and she was just singing with the gums the whole time yeah um yeah Yeah. if if they weren't doing that folk punk um it i don't think it would have worked but i think that they took the lack of teeth and and went what can we do with this and they did that i mean it was a real dave matthews vibe i was (sighs) i agree yeah, I mean that's really the only way that you can sing without teeth is if or. you do like a folk funk, uh folk punk, Dave Matthews, her <laughs> baby <laughs> pretty baby
1: <laughs> That's funny. No teeth or no shoes. That's the only way you can do uh that style of music. That's uh, right. <laughs> uh michael misfit how about you what was your favorite cliffhanger that they clearly just ignored on the next episode
3: well like b said the amount uh, like they did the cliffhanger so much that they actually invented the term cliffhanger Mm -hmm. um because of the amount of times that they ended up like literally hanging off a cliff whether it was during the skydiving episode Um, whether it was on the episode where they visited uh, Mount Rushmore um, or whether it was that first episode where they were hanging off the cliff um, in the car Uh, but I think my favorite one was the one where um, just the drummer went off the cliff Mm -hmm. and she was holding on by um, the bass guitar Uh, this was before obviously the whole uh, crucifixion thing, but um, she's holding on to the bass guitar and the bassist is holding on to the regular guitar and the guitar players hang on to the microphone cord, and then Jem is up at the top and she's like she's like, should I just let these fuckers go and just start a whole new band? Um, Or just go solo like Beyonce? Mm -hmm. Uh, I I thought it was weird in 1986 in 1986 she's going should i just be beyonce and and just go solo um and then they never show what actually happens but i assume that she pulled them up because the next episode uh starts off with them all driving in the van yeah um, and they're all together again A lot of van driving openings. So So
1: much vans. Like vans and then them kind of (sighs) like brushing dirt off their shirts. And it's like, I guess that's, I I guess (laughs) it's what you have. That's fair. Uh, Brushing that
3: one episode where she was brushing the teeth off of, off of her shoulder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it was out. It was before the episode. Yeah. Yeah,
2: no. yeah, and then they're
1: like they're just giggling, and they go, <laughs> "That's a hologram tooth." Uh, but yeah, it's, it's such a such a weird joke, and a lot of the humor was before its time too. Um, so you could tell, obviously, in in the end of season one, close to the end of season one, that the the show was it was struggling for viewerships, and they did that thing that Brady Bunch did by adding like a sibling um, to to the mix, you know, trying to gain uh, younger viewers by having uh, a younger cast in there. Um, and obviously they they fought a lot uh because who likes a younger brother? Um, Dylan, how how did you feel that, that that inclusion of a younger cast member to get a younger audience for an already young audience?
2: I mean having like a a, a Santa Elf is a weird decision for a show that's not based at Christmas. Yeah. And I understand if they did, you know, for the Christmas episode they did in the first season. Yeah, sure. Okay. Have them happen. Mm-hmm. But to have such a gruesome spawning process for this elf is a really strange decision in my mind. Um, I thought the character edition was good. Um, and I thought their excerpt from the show where they get fed to sharks was also like appropriate for the out intro. Um, so yeah, I-, I think I'd say, I think I'd say like, Happy the Elf is probably my favorite of the the companion characters they have. Um, mm. Just really a weird way to intro them to
3: the series. Yeah, I agree. Yeah the and, the, uh, the way that they portrayed uh, Mrs. Claus as the giant like woman, yeah, woman oh. torso, and then like the the worm slug, and then the the elves were just like slooping out of her. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Very, the sound very design. The, the sound design was great, but yeah, uh, and then and then to make those
1: bit. to make those sloppy elves that turn those into the roadies, so they actually look like they had more mm-hmm. fans. Yeah. I thought was kind of a genius, but also why it led to them being eaten by sharks. Yeah, Um, yeah, sloppy the elf. I forgot about that. one. <laughs> uh, Bizaz, your favorite additional char- your favorite additional character, and you cannot use sloppy the elf.
0: Oh, I can't! use Sloppy the elf, who was my absolute we all, favorite. Yeah, oh man! We all,
2: love
0: all right, all right, all right, all right. You know, I, mean, I was going to mention Sloppy the elf just because he was uh, one of Jack Black's first ever roles, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, no, I think I think I really enjoyed when they brought over a uh, Snarf from Thundercats as like a crossover. Yeah,
2: yeah. I loved
0: him. I, I, I thought he was I thought he was really cute and really charming and definitely not annoying at all. He was great.
1: Yeah, and especially yeah. With, especially with how much he bragged about how he could play the mouth harp, I really thought that was going to be a really? character that hung out for a while. Uh, yeah, but
0: no, no
3: it's
0: fantastic.
3: It's no. enough to do. Uh, Michael Misfit, how about you? Um, well, like you said, they were trying to get the uh, younger audience from a young audience. So when they introduced, uh, and I don't know why they named a human baby Poochie, but they had. <laughs> poochie the human baby who wore the backwards hat and the sunglasses and just the blue t-shirt with the leather jacket and you know it was just dumb because you know they introduced this character and the way that they introduced him it was like oh this baby's always been around and then every time poochie wasn't on the screen they had the characters saying, where's Poochie? Um, and it, it was just... And then, of course, the next episode just starts with them driving in the van. They never talk about Poochie yes. again.
1: Just brushing their shirt off. It's like, I guess you guys... Yeah, they're just brushing Pucci? their shirt
3: off. And, yeah. and they were like, they were like, well, he died on his way back to his own planet. And it was just... Yeah, yeah. it was just a weird way to, to introduce yeah. an entire character.
1: This, this show it turns out to be very crazy. Um, okay, so a- as we know, uh, the-, the show tackled a lot of very uh, topical things that were going on in the mid-'80s. Uh, they did the Berlin Wall. Uh, obviously, they did human trafficking, and also that one really weird um, uh, suicide episode, which was, I thought, pretty nice. Um, what-, what was one of the-, the biggest topics that you thought was, like, really intelligent for a show to put in and write a whole episode around? And I'm going to start with uh B-Zaz.
0: I was hoping you wouldn't. I'm going to start with... I'm just,
1: I'm <laughs> in, post.
3: We're fixing in post. I'm going to start with Michael Misfit. Uh, the, I, the I know B didn't want to talk about this earlier. I, I forgot about that. The important topic... I appreciated that uh, since uh, the president at the time wasn't talking about the AIDS epidemic... I was, I was really glad because Jem was like talking about HIV and talking about, you know, you know, the, the rumors that were going on about it and how they weren't real and how you really got it. And, you know, how, you know, if, if you do this, you can protect yourself. They did so much of a better job talking about the AIDS epidemic than the actual government at the time did, who was just ignoring it. Um, Ronald Reagan uh, killed uh, Freddie Mercury, if you ask me. Um, well, and millions of other people. Millions of other people, but uh, I mean, killed Freddie Mercury. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fact that they talked about it, um, when when the actual government wouldn't. You know, who could do something about it at the time, um, I thought was very important.
1: Yeah, I mean, some say Jem, Jem themselves cured the AIDS just by knowledge, um, which obviously isn't true because AIDS still exists. Yeah, it, uh, I
3: mean, well, it's not, yeah. but they did a lot. Jem yeah. did a lot more for the AIDS epidemic than, than Ronald Reagan ever did. Yeah, also yes. very true. I mean, everybody on this podcast
2: has done more for the AIDS epidemic than also Ronald Reagan true. did. <laughs>
1: Very, very true. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go to Dylan next and then possibly be Zass. Who, who knows? Yes,
2: yes I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I feel like I go to this well a lot, and I think that's <laughs> just oh, I think that's just because a lot of shows for some reason feel like they have to address the Challenger explosion. Um, and
3: yeah, when it You kept, do, when you it, do go to this well a lot, I mean, all the time.
2: It was, it was like, it was a, it was a formative event for a lot of people because it was aired and Jim was doing the concert on the launch pad. And, you know, they had that shot from really low down looking up as the trail goes off. Yeah, but you got to, but you got to stop saying that was the most rocking event of the eighties though. You can't say that. I didn't say it was the most rocking event. I thought, wait, is the question not which, which like event did they cover? Well the I, show? that that is the I'm question, not saying it's a good thing. On no, every other
1: show, you're like, yo, you guys remember the rockiness shit that happened in the eighties? I'm like, oh, I mean stop I'm... talking about the challenger, dude. This is the wrong show for that. It's been 31 weeks oh, that... since you looked at me. <laughs> I fought myself to not say that. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear me
3: stutter? I was like, stop, Zach, stop. Don't do that.
1: I figured we were past the
3: point years. of holding ourselves back from terrible, terrible jokes. Yeah,
1: you know the, the, the bad jokes
2: run. It's anyway, been almost Dylan. 40 years since the Challenger explosion, yeah. and I mean, I know it was like fresh on their like literally the episode released later that week. They did the South Park thing where they swerved the episode to address it. And you can you can tell cuz they have the South Park animation. Um I that's that's the the modern event I think they tackled best. Yeah. And they did
1: it in a rocking way. So, I mean, you, you ultimately were right. Uh zazz
0: So, I didn't I didn't want to like brag about this, but they actually did a whole episode about my birth. Do you remember this one? That's no, your birth? Wait a birth. Yes, that was my birth when they showed up at that hospital room, um, in Germany, and they were oh. all like, oh my "God, congratulations on the baby you're pushing out right now! Huh. Fantastic job, go you, Veronica! You can do it! I believe in you!" Ah, uh, yeah, no, that was me. That huh. slimy, that slimy blood-covered baby. That was me. I really yeah. thought
1: that that was a hologram. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no they they made an no they made an entire episode about my fucking birth. Wow,
2: that's
0: that why was, I love the show so much it's all You it's really
2: buried life. the lead on this going into this. Yeah. Is this why you wanted yeah. to do this show so badly?
0: Yeah, uh, it really is. Come on.
1: Why was that baby drawing so slimy, though?
0: <laughs> you weren't there, okay? <laughs> and, no, it's now, Germany. It was slimy
3: because I didn't know this. I didn't know this fact either. But um, they were very graphic. With showing the yep. birth, yeah, was that actually like draw? Like was that based on yeah, I mean, your like, mother's
0: everything? And then like okay. drew it from there. Yeah, that's why everyone looked so like lifelike.
1: Yeah, and why they that said... baby
0: was extra slimy.
1: Yeah, they said that was the first birth <laughs> ever done in rotoscope, and that's why I was yeah. like, well, then I guess we should do this show. But I didn't know that you were that slimy.
0: I was. That's, it's that's a military hospital in Germany. I was absolutely. Yeah. With me. Huh. So, And And you can't
3: you can't tell anymore, but um B has private messaged me like just talking about how slimy she still is. Like I still am. am.
0: Like I do a good job covering it up and being taking care
3: of myself.
0: But no, I'm I am a I'm a I'm a slimy, slimy creature.
1: Just yeah, a I'm slug clear. of a human, so I weird. Because when they drew it, I'm like, "Well, that can't just be like after birth." There's so many like no. you know weird oozy lines, but yeah, okay. That, just a that, slimy that was, like,
0: my, that was my skin secreting yeah. a slug-like mucus. Yeah. Wow. Mm.
1: Right. They really, they really went over all yeah. the rock and shit in the 80s. That is and cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is cool. Uh, the best uh, 80s, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Slimy B, Slimy B, the rock star. Um, Okay, so I don't have any more questions for you guys. Was there any questions that you had throughout this? uh, You know, while while binging or not binging the show.
2: I mean, I got one. Oh, good. They 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 use the synergy uses the holograms to run a lot of schemes. (laughs) You know, they do a lot of cons and stuff because they got to buy they got to get money to run the the house starlight house, whatever they call it um yeah you got a favorite scheme that they run on people the cons the uh the heists mm-hmm. well
1: are is this me or anyone yeah
2: you oh uh, i assumed you i thought we were asking you questions
1: oh I, i'm just if, if there's any questions anyone has i'm asking the show, you I'm a
2: question like... specifically rio zach zachico <laughs> zachico thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you watch all of season two you you'd get that reference i'll uh, ask you before the show next time how to pronounce yeah. your
1: name so I, I think the one that they did, which I'm not sure how paid off for them, but they would put those weird, like, leave a penny, take a penny things, and all the Seven Elevens around, mm-hmm. but all the pennies that were in there were all holograms, and they would come and scoop up all the other pennies when somebody left one. Okay. If they try to take one, hologram. If they would leave one, the Synergy would just come and just take it. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing with this, but that's cool. I guess I've never yeah. really thought about that before.
3: Yeah. Okay. I liked liked when they would take the, uh, you know, they took the orphans and during the Gem and the Holograms uh, shows, they would go around pickpocketing everybody. And then at the exit to the concert, they would sell people back their stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I I thought that was a really good way to do it. Also, then if they got caught, you know, who's going to, Who's gonna like try to arrest an orphan child? Yeah, oh no, don't put me back in the system.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just nah. a slimy baby, don't throw me back in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I think my favorite one was when uh, Gem, Gemma decided that she was going to uh, scam Jerrica out of her uh, inheritance, forgetting that she was actually Jerrica. Um, that was my favorite one because mm-hmm. she is, and I need to remind you all: the heiress to a very successful <laughs> music company. She has the money; she could fund this place. They absolutely <laughs> would have been fine if Jericho remembered that she was an heiress.
1: Yeah, and if, if so she p- would have signed the misfits, to the record label, she could technically just own them, right? So like. Yes.
2: It goes uh, back to that like foreshadowing of like the Jim Jericho like personality split they were leading up to before they were canceled.
0: Right, yeah. it would have made sense then, but like mm-hmm. before then, you're just kind of like Jericho. Jericho, that is your mo- okay, okay, girl. Do what you got to do. You go, girl. Truly outrageous. No.
1: Now, Dylan, I know which one was your favorite of all the, the schemes because you would not shut up about this. Uh, but it was a moment where they would make like hologram people to be yeah. like house cleaners. And yep. then they would go ruin their pipes, ruin the vacuums. And then when people are like, what are you doing? They would just say, you see that camera over there? You're on practical jokers. And then they would dip. And it's like, what? Yep, there's no camera. You're just messing up people's houses.
2: Yeah, and then they did clean as a gem cleaning service, where they would yep. like then go and like make it look holographically like clean. So,
1: yeah, yeah, just yeah. that, that was, easy. What a scheme! What a scheme! Mm-hmm. That and just the slimy hologram babies. Uh, this show was absolutely uh, uh it was it was outrageous.
3: This Gonzo, yeah, it was or outrageous.
1: Yeah. It was friggin'
3: oh. Gonzo. Now that you say Gonzo, um, I also have a question. Mm-hmm. Um. The orphans that went in and out um, of of the Starlight House, uh, there were so many crossovers from different shows. Gonzo was was there from the Muppet Babies and, mm-hmm. um, you know, but who was your favorite orphan uh, that came through the house, whether they stayed, you know, because some of them stayed, you know, they, they came in, you know, in the middle of season one and then they were there till the end. Some of them were there for one episode. You know, some of them had arcs, but yeah. uh, there were a lot. There were a lot of orphans.
1: Well, um, I don't I don't know if this counts, but it definitely was a crossover. So when they brought in Battle Cat as like that emotional relief uh, animal for all the sad, slimy orphans, I was like, oh, you're tying it in with uh, he Man as well. But that's mm-hmm. when I realized that Battle Cat himself was an orphan. And uh, and that was cool. So they put him to work, um, which. No, it's fine. So yeah, I would say I guess Orphan Battle Cat from He Man.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, mine's mine's easy. It's when they uh, it's when the Misfits have to get the new bass player and they bring in Star Scream. Mm, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you know they do the reveal where it's like, I don't think you know quite what you're going up against, and mm. then yeah and that's that's the first time
1: we we heard auto-tune though was yeah Star-cream, so yeah, yeah. he Revolution. he really wailed on that bass too mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. the- and yeah. honestly
1: and, and bass as a character just did not last very long after scream no. started beating the shit out of her <laughs> uh
3: all right any any other questions we got before i move on to the end of this show well i did want to know if b had a oh, favorite yeah. orphan Besides okay, um, besides yeah. themselves, besides I
0: know. Myself, um, yes. <laughs> no, um, so I actually really enjoyed because you know how um Barbie and Jem were like rivals as far as like Hasbro and toys go. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved um how they actually killed Barbie on screen very, very <laughs> brutally. Like, yeah. they just it was horrifying actually to watch, but kind of fascinating anyway. They brought over a uh, Stacy into the Starlight House, and she had to live with the people that murdered her big sister. Yeah. And I thought that was really fun, yeah, really that, fun, really and- quirky. Um, they got up to all kinds of hijinks. Uh, then she actually hung herself. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. Honestly, the show just it, it tiptoes the line of being yeah. too clever and a little too dark. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, if Especially
3: you're... since Stacy, since Stacy was pregnant when she hung herself. Yeah. Um, I thought that. Yeah. I thought that might have been the time that it went over the line. I yeah, mean, to then, be fair. Her... Oh. Oh. I mean, to be fair, her mom's got it going on. So. Oh, God, I hate you. Uh... Oh boy. <laughs> All right, can I can I say <laughs> I I take back my my statement where I said that we just got to let the bad jokes fly. <laughs> Did you see Dylan licking his lips when you said that? Oh, I was ready.
1: <laughs> He's like, I got six guns in this, and ch- I got six in the chamber. Right? Um, yeah, I fired all
2: five. Yeah, uh, why I had, like this?
1: yeah, I had such a stupid joke, and then you pull it out with a Stacy's mom. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Um, okay, so uh, if you guys have any questions for us, or if you'd like us to figure out what happened in certain episodes of gem and the Holograms. Please uh, put them in the comments. Uh, Send us uh, uh, an email. Uh, You heard the email address earlier. Uh, You can also text Dylan as always. Um, I'll just put his phone number in the show notes. Uh, Feel free to text him any questions you have, and he'll make sure that we get them. Um, Now, for the next episode of this, uh, we all came to the conclusion and the agreements that we should linger in the 80s a little bit longer. And we're going to go ahead and do ALF, right? Yep alf mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> which is alien an life way. form alien life form mr gordon shumway uh from mm-hmm. melmac we're gonna figure all this mm-hmm. out so i think that was on three seasons
3: right is that is that right dylan i think four i four think four yeah, yeah. There's, i think you guys are thinking properly a i just a lot remember more alf than you would think
2: <laughs> zach you remember doing the uh that versus show where we had to write stories about characters fighting each other and it was oh, Alf yeah. versus Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I had to Are do you... mine live. You got <laughs> that was a good episode. I'll actually yeah, put, the show no-
1: I'll put the show yeah. notes. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, next time you tune in, we're going to be going over Alf. Uh, four-ish seasons of that. Yeah, Very first one, very last one, and then just making up a bunch of shit in the middle. Uh, before we get out of here, though, uh, I'm going to ask you guys individually if you would make time to binge this show. Yeah, very easy one. And then also... Where can people hear your beautiful voice or see your beautiful face move?
2: Uh, I'm going to start with Dylan Terry. Yeah. um, I wouldn't make time to binge this. It's kind of vapid. It's an 80s cartoon. Um, I could, if I had like unlimited time or something like that, I could see myself like putting this on if I was like hung over and needed to lie in bed for a long time. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know the epilogue by heart, but that's okay. And are we doing plugs right now after yeah, that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't recommend this for binging, but, uh, you should binge Silicon Angels and you should go through CYOP appeal and talking upstream and twitching upstream and podcast, podcast, a podcast show. Uh, we've got some other shows. You can find them all by looking up some nobodies. We've got everything on there. Zach over there. I'm doing the Zach thing there. God damn it. Never mind. <laughs> You know who he is. You know who Zach Wiseman is. We do a lot of stuff together. Go listen to those. Hell yeah. Bezaz. You got time to binge this or what?
0: Oh, I always have time to binge this. I watch this all the time. I'll be honest with you. This is one of my favorite things in the world. Um, (laughs) I know we're all jokey joke, but- Have have you actually seen a lot of this? unironically.
1: Yeah. Have you actually
0: seen- You seen a lot of this? Yes, I have. I've seen all of it. Does it actually- Does it get-
1: Does any like episode actually get serious? Does it like? Does it get like, deep? Like the last episode?
0: Not really.
1: Okay. All right. Good.
0: It just makes the last episode that much more jarring. I'll be totally honest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was odd. Uh, All right. Where can people see your beautiful face move?
0: Okay, so you can follow um, you can follow me on Instagram where I'm posting all kinds of fun cosplay photos. Um, b.bethy. Bethy. Uh, if you want, you can also follow my Jack Black Instagram account of uh, Black Jacks for Jack Black. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Queen B. And listen to my other podcasts. Uh, Is this podcast a JoJo reference and deep lore? Boom.
3: <laughs> Michael Misfit.
0: Um, I.
3: Oh. I don't know if I'm going to binge this, but I feel like this is a great background show. I was so thrown off by the melodrama of everything. Mm -hmm. And like we said in the beginning, it was like, especially that first episode was like thing after thing after thing Mm -hmm. after thing after thing. And it's like... It it has that cool '80s art style where they don't really care, and sometimes the necks are too long, and sometimes the arms hang down to the knees. They're shaped and, like
2: upside down triangles.
3: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just all so crazy. But I've watched um, Masses of the Universe, the '80s Masses of the Universe. Recently, I watched some Shira. And I watched some transformers and they're all miserable shows. Like they were fun for kids. They're good toy commercials, but they're not good. I was actually interested (laughs) in gem when I was watching it. And I'm like, I think I'm going to start watching this. So um, (laughs) yes, I would say let's binge gem and the holograms. Yeah. But while you're (laughs) binging gem and the holograms with your eyes, you can, with your ears, binge Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex. Um, it's a very strange, scripted uh, comedy show set in an alternate dimension, um, Reading, Ohio, with uh, magicians and ghosts, and uh, it's, it's a very weird and fun show. Uh, if you don't want to binge it, you can follow us on Instagram at... Uh, Jack Billings presents and we have like little one minute clips of episodes um on the Instagram so you can like get a snippet sort of what what you're in for with the show. But everyone on this panel has been on the show and shall be again.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with all of you. I think that uh, the show is both bingeable and also unbingeable. Uh, when I had it all, I was like, wow, this is intense. And like the opening being rotoscope, the opening sequence is gorgeous. Uh, and then you get to some art, which is weird. And then you're like, I don't really care what they got going on for three uh, years of this thing about a hologram. I don't really care. But also every episode I watch, I love it. So honestly, if you have time, binge it. Don't make time to binge it. If it's on, feast on it uh dylan terry said everywhere you can hear uh the stupid shit that i say um and or that i'm excited about alf dylan what do you know about alf uh
2: alien
1: i'm
3: crazy but i'm not that crazy
1: go
0: ahead i have a hunch
1: and now for something completely different
0: okay hold on tight
3: I look a woman up and down and I say,
0: I'm coming to Georgia!
1: Bitch! Oh, that too far. Oh, you want to get into things? Well, I mean... No, 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 no. Let's get into things. Let's get real. Everybody, BoJack wants to get real. Cancel the bubble round, because we're getting real. I am Synergy, a holographic computer designed to be the ultimate audiovisual entertainment synthesizer.